you don't even really take time to think about the two other most important things that you need to, which are what you need to hire for in the first place. And then once you've identified the role or the scope of what you needs help in your business, then you can think about who that is that you need to hire. Welcome to Hiring School, a weekly podcast about recruiting for non-recruiters. I'm Jackie Koch, and I have over 15 years of experience prospecting talent and building teams for Fortune 500 companies, startups, and small businesses in all different types of industries. I'm the founder and CEO of People Principles, where I help founders scale and lead their teams with programs, courses, and boutique agency services. My goal is to simplify the hiring and team building process so that you, founders and not so solopreneurs, can implement modern, effective and efficient hiring strategies that help you build the team that you want to help you scale. If you can't seem to find the right job candidates or simply don't know where to start, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to Hiring School Podcast. I'm Jackie, your host, and so excited to start to share with you the framework that I think is so important that entrepreneurs really dial in before they start hiring. So this is really going to be like a three-part series. This episode and the next two kind of all feed into each other, and it really defines the process that I have found really helps you as a small business make the right hiring decision and really make the best hire you can by following some of these steps. So I'm going to give you my formula, but first I'm going to chat a little bit about why I believe you as a hiring manager, entrepreneur, worry or stress out so much about making the hire. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but I think the the biggest thing that ends up happening is you're like, okay, I'm so overwhelmed. I need to hire somebody how do I find them? And you go to like the how immediately about how you're going to find them. Where do you go to post a job? It's all about the how, right? And you don't even really take time to think about the two other most important things that you need to, which are what you need to hire for in the first place. You need to take time to do that. And then once you've identified the role or the scope of what you needs help in your business, then you can think about who that is that you need to hire. So really the formula is what plus who plus how equals a great hire. And putting some thought and effort into this will make all of the difference in your business. So the first thing that you really need to do and what we're going to talk about on this episode is how you can get clear on the what. What can you do when you're feeling so overwhelmed? The first thing I'll hear is, I'm so overwhelmed, I need help. I just need help. And that is probably true. And it would be easy to say, great, go hire help. But that's not how it works. You need to really identify what it is in your business that needs the help. I think too often entrepreneurs and small businesses jump to hiring an assistant. They think I just need an assistant. And usually it doesn't always work because you need more skilled help in different areas of your business. And not only that, you don't have likely a really great way of delegating tasks to an assistant. So to hire an assistant, you need to be able to clearly 
define what it is that needs to be done, as well as be able to train that person on how to do something or what needs to be done. And I personally find a lot of times small business owners, they want someone who can just make decisions, who can just get stuff done. And that isn't always an assistant. So this exercise I'm going to share with you should help you get clear on what that is. So there's a few different ways that you can do this. One is using a simple Google sheet, an Excel document. It's best to do it in like a document like Excel or Google sheets where you can have like different columns and stuff like that. Cause you are going to be adding a lot of different labels or you could use a time tracking device, which you're probably getting an idea of what I'm going to ask you to do to track what you do for a period of time and then categorize it so that you can really figure out where you're spending the most time in your business. So really the first step in the whole formula is getting clarity on what you're doing or not doing in your business and what is needed from a hire to make it better so that you can have more time to spend on the business generating activities or the things that move the needle in your business. So get clear on the what. This is probably what you're going to want to skip. You're going to fight me tooth and nail on it, but I promise you, if you get clear on what you're hiring for, you're going to be able to identify who is a good fit for that and hire them in a more efficient and effective manner. Before you get too overwhelmed, we're going to walk through it together. So like I said, take out a Google sheet or set up the system toggle. If you don't know what that is, go to toggl.com. You can sign up for free and you can set up different projects in there for different types of activities that you do. And then just start tracking it. You can do it with their cool little timer at the very top. Like every time you start a new task, you hit like the little play button and it tracks your time. And then when you move on to a next task, you do that. Or maybe you're someone that uses your calendar a lot. At the end of the day, go in and plug the things you did that day and categorize them. And I suggest you do that I mean, honestly, I kind of feel like you should do it forever for the rest of your business because it will also help you to train your team to do that. And not that, honestly, I don't think it really is a good thing to use for like big brothering your team. Like, are they actually doing their work? But it's more knowing how much time they're spending on things or you're spending on certain areas of the business will help you determine when to make future hires. So I really think it's good hygiene and just a good business sense to start tracking what you're spending time doing every single day and just getting into a good process of doing that forever because it will help you so much as your business grows. So I like Toggle for that reason. If you don't want to go that route, another option you can do is take out a Google Sheet and brain dump for a day or, and then revisit it, you know, for a week and just keep adding. What do you do in your business? All of the little tasks that you do day to day, be specific, like pay invoices or respond to customer service emails. It could be for me, like source talent on LinkedIn 
conduct phone interviews would be things that I do in my business. And so just literally map out every single thing you do in a week and add to it as the week goes on. I would suggest doing it for a couple of weeks because you probably don't pay invoices every day or you probably don't pay invoices every week. So you may forget about it until it comes around to that time of the month that you have to do it. But write down every single thing you do down in the first column. That's going to kind of be like your tasks, right? Then once you have a solid list of your tasks, whether that's in the Google Sheet or that's from using Toggle for a week, you're going to go back and you're going to categorize it into one of three categories. So you're going to categorize the activity as growth, which is any revenue generating activity. That's things like marketing, sales, BD, networking, you know, anything like that would be considered a growth activity. The second category is core operations. So that's any task that involves what's the core product or service that you provide to your customers, you know, for a photographer, that's like taking photographs or editing photos is like a core business. Core operations is basically what do people pay you for? If you are a CPG brand, right? And you sell some sort of food or beverage, part of your core operations is supply chain or production. Cause like that goes into making your product so that people can eat it and buy it. Right. So that's like core operations. And then administration is the finances or other admin tasks that you have to do to manage the money or the infrastructure of your business, filing taxes, registering for sales tax in new states, submitting new hire paperwork, payroll, like all of those things are going to be like administration aspects that help your business actually run. So you're going to go down that list of every single task that you've done, and you're going to categorize it into one of those areas. And that's going to help you see how much of your time is being spent in the right place. I mean, obviously, cooperations has to happen. Administration has to happen. But if you're not doing a lot of growth activities, then your business really isn't going to grow much, right? So helps give an idea of where your time is being spent. If you do this in Toggle, you can download a report that will like print off all of the tasks and then you could put it in a Google sheet and do this after the fact. So that's the second step. So first step, write down everything that you do for your business for a longer time period than you want to, but you know that it's going to help your business. So you're going to do it. Two, go through all of those and categorize it into one of three areas. Growth, core operations, or administration. Now, three, you're going to go back through that list and you're going to decide if each of those tasks is in your zone of genius. Like, are you good at it? Does it light you up? Is it in your zone of genius? And if not, so you're going to go back through the whole list and you're going to label each task. Is this in my zone of genius or not? And that's going to help you see how much of your days you're spending in your zone of genius. Are you feeling exhausted all the time? I bet if you go back and look through that list, it's because you're doing a lot of stuff that is somebody else's zone of genius. Like 
if it's not in your zone, like there is somebody out there that loves that and go find that person to do that work. So that's going to be the third step. Then you're going to go back through again, and you're going to look and decide, can this task be delegated to somebody else? Yes or no. Hopefully the majority of the tasks that are not in your zone of genius can be delegated to somebody else. So go through and really figure it out. And if you say, no, it can't be delegated, but you don't like it, like it's not your zone of genius, you're not good at it. Really think long and hard, like why can't it be delegated? Like, are you just, do you have some sort of block that you have to be the one to do it? Or are you scared to let something go? You know, really think through that as you go through that. So you're going to create a list of all of the responsibilities that you do. You're going to categorize it as number two, cooperations, administration, or growth. You're then going to go back through all of those tasks and decide each of them, which if they are in your zone of genius or not. And then specifically for the ones that are not in your zone of genius, you're going to indicate if it can be delegated to somebody else or not. That is going to be a good place to start with your hire. But there's one other thing. Looking at all of the tasks that you've listed, are there any in there that are not currently being done in your business that need to be? Are there things that you've put off because you don't have time, you don't have money, like all of the reasons we put off things in our business, right? Like for me, it was marketing for a long time, social media for a long time. I'm super, super grateful that for the last year and a half, my whole business has been built on referrals. I haven't had to go out and market. I haven't had to do or invest any time or resources into that part of my business. So I put it off for a whole year, you guys. Nothing, nothing, no marketing. I I probably mentioned it on social media once that I even have a business. So definitely put that off. That's something I needed to start doing. It's not in my zone of genius. I kind of like doing parts of it. I'm not going to lie. I like being involved in it, but like, I don't know much about it. So not in my zone of genius. This podcast editing, I had been putting it off for a long time. This has been on my heart for a long time to have this podcast. There's a lot of stuff. Well, just like marketing, there's a lot of tasks that go into marketing, social media, podcast stuff not in my zone of genius, but I knew I needed to do it. So thinking about things that you want to do in your business, need to do in your business so that it grows or becomes more tidy in its operations or or whatever those things are, put those on the list as well. And then go through and figure out like, is this in my zone of genius or not? And can I delegate it? I would be willing to bet that a lot of the stuff that maybe you haven't been doing is maybe things that you should hire for, but we will see how your list turns out. So then once all of that's done, you can really get a good snapshot of your time and how you're spending it and then how you want to be spending it to figure out what kind of a job you need to hire for. So there, you know, looking through it, you may find that you don't actually need an assistant. What you need is to hire a freelancer to do your social media for you part-time. Or you may find you need a part-time podcast editor. Shout out Nikki Butler. You might find that you need a copywriter or you need like a lot more skilled 
level help and you don't need it full time. Or you may find that there's so much work, you really do need an assistant to do some of the little stuff because you can train them. Or maybe it's time you hire a director of marketing, or maybe it's time you hire a sales leader or just a salesperson for your business. Once you can get clear on what it is that you're doing, this should help you figure out what your next hire should be. And the what may not be a full-time hire. It might be a freelancer or a contractor or a part-time person because you realize that the assistant route really isn't going to help you, isn't going to give you so much leverage. And I think following this exercise will really help you with that. So you'll be able to really figure out what it is that you need to hire in your business in just full stop. This may not solve the full picture, right? But it's definitely a great starting point to figuring it out. And unless you take the time to actually think about it, you're more likely to make the wrong hire. And Making a wrong hire, we've already learned how expensive that is. It's very expensive. And so take the time to figure out what it is you actually do need help with. The what in that formula, the what, and then the who will be in a future episode. And then how to find them, how to assess them, how to interview them. That all comes later. Like you don't need to worry about that until you know what you need to hire for. So I really hope this exercise helped you. It has most definitely helped me in my business. And I can't wait to hear what you come up with. So thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. I'm so grateful as always that you listen and please make sure to follow us, our hiring school on Apple Podcasts and rate and review. It's how I will be able to help more of you. The more people who even know this podcast exists, the more I can help entrepreneurs who I really want to help be successful. You can also follow us on Instagram at people principles and visit our website, hiringschool.com. So I will see you next week.